Today on the show, I'm going to continue the chakra series with our final chakra, the seventh chakra, the crown chakra. Please continue to support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it with a friend. If you know someone that you think would enjoy the podcast, please share it with them. Help me get the word out. And also, you can support the podcast with a donation. I rely on the generosity of you, the listeners, to help support this podcast. You can go to the storyofmepodcast.com and on the contact page, there's a donate button and please make a contribution. Help support this show. Just in time for Christmas, I have created a podcast merch store where you can go and you can buy coffee mugs, shirts, and other items with quotes from my writing. And I've taken some of my favorite quotes and put them with images on these items for you to look at and remind yourself of your inner power. So go to the podcast website, thestoryofmepodcast.com, and go to the shop page. There's a store for North America and also a store for Europe. And for the next, I think it's 10 days, there's 15% off to introduce you to the shop and buy something for someone as a gift or for yourself. Go and look at the quotes that are on there. I'm sure you will like them. Okay, so let's get to today's show. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Why? Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For new listeners, my name is Amarjit Singh. And for old listeners, welcome back. It's good to have everyone. I hope you're doing well. I am still in Berlin, and it is getting cold, and of course, I'm not used to this weather. Okay, so if we look around Europe and maybe even other parts of the world, we start to see this next battle in this psychological war that we find ourselves in. And we see in Austria, they tried to lock down just the unvaccinated, but now they've locked down everyone and made the vaccine mandatory. And we see also then in the Netherlands that there's a lot of protests going on. And uh, really all over Europe, there's a lot of protests. And I, I really encourage this because what they're imposing upon us is ridiculous. You know, they keep announcing the numbers of infection rates and then giving us this 
fear of deaths from COVID. It's interesting because throughout the world, on average, there is between 250,000 and 650,000 people each year that die from the flu. And uh, when was the last time you heard these numbers? When was the last time they announced how many infected with the flu this year? How many went to the hospital with the flu? How many died from the flu? I don't remember ever hearing this. And in fact, one interesting thing is every year when it comes to the flu season, they start over from zero when they talk about the deaths. But in COVID, it's cumulative. They're still counting deaths from the beginning of this pandemic. Why is that? Why aren't they starting over from zero like they do with the deaths from the flu? Could this be to scare you more? Because, sure, this bigger number sounds more uh, intimidating to you than just saying 33 people so far this year, this season, have died from this virus, as opposed to saying 97,000 and then saying that it's because of the unvaccinated when the information is out there that the vaccinated get and spread this virus also. But if you want to be vaccinated or not, this is up to you. But it doesn't necessitate lockdowns. It doesn't necessitate creating two classes of people, one that can go in stores and in restaurants and another that can't. And this is all to take, to tear you apart, to pit one side against the other side, this political side from that political side, this color from that color, this race from that race, and it's to divide the enemy. This is what they're trying to do, to have you blame the other side for your problems when it's all coming from this government. So I encourage you to continue to resist. I say if you open, if you own a store, or you're working at a store, don't enforce the mandates. Don't enforce the mask. Don't enforce the vaccine passports. Don't close your stores when you're supposed to. You know, if everyone gets together and does this, they can't ticket or arrest everyone. But this is the thing. Everyone needs to be together. Do not Allow them to continue to disrupt your life when they feel like it. Because now we see once they locked everyone down, this threat comes so easily now to them. And it's not going to stop. Every year they're going to start doing this. So we have to stop it now. Resist any lockdowns. Resist any of these mandates. They're ridiculous. They're not helping. You can look at the most vaccinated places on this earth, Israel or Gibraltar, and they're both having difficulties with infection rates. And then you look at the least vaccinated places, like in Africa, where they have really no problem with this. And then look at places that didn't lock down, like Sweden 
or different states in the United States, and they do better or the same as the places that lock down. These lockdowns do not stop this, and they don't have the right to put you in your prison at their will. And it's disrupting my life. It's disrupting many people's lives. How can you live this way? And so we need to get together and continue to resist. Do not comply. They're just going to keep putting the pressure on you until you're trained. And you may say, well, I can work from home. It's easy for me. It's not a problem. I can put this mask on. It doesn't mean that much. But when do you begin to resist? And how selfish is this when your brothers and sisters are unable to work or unable to plan their life because of this? No one should give anyone the right to lock anyone up. It's, it's getting too much. It's been going on too long. Okay, enough about that. So let's now get into the topic today, which is our continuation of the chakra system with the seventh chakra, the crown chakra. Right, and we started from the first, and now we're at the seventh. And this is really the link between the worldly and the universal. This is where the, so to speak, individual consciousness meets with the the divine, meets with the universe, connects to this infinite universe, from the finite to the infinite. So this is the terminal point for the Sushumna Nadi. So remember, we talked about the Ida the Pingala, and the Sushumna. The Ida Nadi, or the Ida Channel, is one associated with the left nostril, and it starts at the root chakra and goes up through the chakra system all the way to the left nostril, which is the moon energy, the cooling energy. And the Pingala is associated with the right nostril. Right, It begins at the base chakra and courses all the way through up the chakra system. And like we said before, the Sushumna Nadi, which is the central channel, and this is the channel that the Kundalini energy rises through, and this is the channel that opens up when we're balanced both from the left and the right. And when we talk about pranayama in one of the other episodes, we will get more into this. But for now, just know that Sushumna is the channel where where the kundalini energy rises and its terminal point is in the crown chakra when this chakra is balanced it enables spiritual growth and one's experience to connect with the higher or universal consciousness and when this happens you can feel this kind of deep serenity or joy because you are able to trust in the universe, because you feel this connection to it. You feel you're part of it. And this is where you feel that you are performing the will of God and that you have this 
true gratitude and peace of mind because everything is in its place. And like I said, this is where the individual consciousness meets with the divine. The qualities of this chakra are knowingness and wisdom. Of course, this is at the top of the head, the crown chakra, and its perspective is I know, right? It's this understanding, but it's a different kind of understanding than we typically think about. Because typically when we think about understanding and knowing, we think from the perspective of the mind. But this is different. This is beyond the mind, beyond thinking. And so this knowingness and this wisdom doesn't come from the mind. It comes from this deep connection to the universe where you can connect to vibration of truth. And like I've talked about on every episode, everything is this vibration. And there's this vibration, which is this connection to the universal energy or this connection to truth. And when you connect to this, it's more of an experience than it is from the mind, because the mind is not thinking. To really connect to this universal energy, what you need to do is to stop the mind. And this is why meditation is a great way to develop your connection to this universal energy and to balance the seventh chakra. Because this is about self-knowledge, but again, not self-knowledge from the mind, not this thinking self-knowledge, but this self-knowledge in experiencing it. And I can tell you from my personal experiences, when I'm connected to this, that these, I don't know if you want to call it thoughts, but these images or these experiences that I connect to are not of the thinking mind. It's a very different feeling. And it's almost like living in a in a a scene from a movie, so to speak, when you have these experiences, because not only do you see and witness them, but you feel them. And this goes beyond thinking. And like we've talked about in many episodes, that there are three ways of knowing. One is what someone tells you or what you read. Second way is through inference. And the third way is really the only way to know something, and this is through experience. The first two are to just prepare you for the third. Through connecting with the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, you're able to experience things beyond the mind. And if you've ever had the opportunity to sit with someone who is self-realized and to talk with them when they are in this flow of being this, this connected flow through the crown chakra, you can feel this truth come through their words. And it's not something that they're thinking about, it's something that they're experiencing. And you can experience this too, just from learning how to stop the mind. And when this chakra is not working properly, we start to feel this alienation or this confusion or depression because we feel disconnected from the universe, disconnected from ourselves, since this is where self-knowledge comes from, the self-realization. 
And a way to really build this connection is through the central nervous system. Because you need to strengthen your nervous system in order to tolerate the vibration, the energy that comes through the crown chakra. Really, for all the the chakras, for this energy to flow freely, the, the nervous system needs to be strong. And you can think of it this way. You know, we talk about these channels, right? The, the Sushumna channel where the kundalini, kundalini energy rises. And imagine that the central nervous system is not strong. When this energy rises, it is very powerful. In fact, when your eyes are closed, you just see this white light. And if the nervous system can't tolerate this, you're going to burn yourself out and cause damage. It's just like having an appliance and the electrical wiring is faulty and then you plug it in. It's going to short. It's going to have little misfires. It's going to have problems and maybe even start a fire. And so you need to really learn to strengthen your nervous system. This is a very important aspect of life, of kundalini yoga. And one of the obstacles to this is anxiety and stress. And when you feel this anxiety or the stress, this is going to cut you off from accessing this chakra. And this also affects the memory. You know, when you tense up your body because of anxiety, that tension really disrupts the flow of energy, disrupts the connection to the central nervous system, and you you feel really out of balance. And so it's very important to learn how to let go of anxiety, let go of stress, to learn to relax the body, to have this energy flow through freely without resistance. Because this is your connection to the universal energy. This is your connection to the collective consciousness. Again, I've said this before, but think of your body and your mind and everything within the system as an antenna. And it's attracting this connection to the consciousness, to to this collective consciousness. And the stronger and better equipped this antenna is, the better that flow of consciousness to attract it and also to allow it to flow through you. And so this is why it's important to keep the system physically strong. And then to learn how to tune in to this vibration, this vibration of truth, this connection to truth, which is this connection to the wisdom of the universe. And so I recommend that you learn how to strengthen the nervous system. Because this tension, the stress, anxiety is overloading it. And it's preventing you from really realizing this true connection. So a good way to improve this nervous system is through pranayama. Really learning how to control the breathing to affect your system. When you hold the breath in, it affects the sympathetic nervous system. 
And these are the nerves which kind of give you this alert or the stimulate you to being attentive. Then when you hold the breath out, this affects the parasympathetic nervous system. And this is really the nerves that relax the body. And so entering into both of these states helps you learn how to control this nervous system, how to affect it. A breathing exercise which is good is breath of fire. So for my kundalini yogis out there, you know breath of fire, and this is something very good for strengthening the nervous system. And the way you do this is it's a rapid breathing by pumping the navel center. Typically when you breathe, you inhale and the navel center expands. So if you sit real sit for a moment by putting your hand on your navel center, your palm, and then inhaling and put as you inhale the navel center expands. And then as you exhale, the navel center contracts. And this is the proper way to breathe. And so just doing nice, relaxed breathing like this is a way to learn how to control the breath. But breath of fire is just kind of a rapid movement of this. (laughs) And so this is a way to strengthen the nervous system. And what's really important is that the breath is rhythmic. It's more important that the breath is rhythmic than that it's fast. And you want the inhalation, exhalation to be the same depth and duration. And in the beginning, it may be a little awkward because the navel center is not used, is not coordinated to the breathing like this. And all this breathing is out the nose, of course. And if you do this, this is very powerful for the nervous system. Another meditation I like to do to really connect to the crown chakra is to put the hands, what we say in Venus lock in Kundalini Yoga, which is just interlacing the fingers, uh, all the fingers, the left hand with the right hand. And then as your fingers are, are connected like this in this Venus lock is to put them on the crown chakra on top of your head. And so as you do this, you keep the spine nice and straight, sitting in a nice meditative way, the elbows out so you're keeping the chest open, and the pressure kind of just the hands relaxing on the crown chakra. Now with the eyes closed, what you do is you look up through the crown chakra, through the head, giving you that focus of the crown chakra with breath of fire. And you can do that for five minutes or so, and and you can start to feel the opening of the crown chakra. You feel the pressure. And it's very important that the eyes are focused while they're closed, but up through the top of the head. And this kind of builds this connection to the crown chakra. And so these are some ways to really learn how to connect to it, to strengthen the nervous system. But really, any meditation is good to learn how to connect to the crown chakra, learning how to go beyond the mind, to stop this thinking, to stop this 
worrying, the stress, the anxiety. But it's very difficult because you have this fear. What happens if the mind actually stops? What is going to happen? Who's going to be in control? Who's going to be alert? Who's going to be watching? And this is very difficult for people to stop the mind. Because they put so much control, I'm not going to think, I'm not going to think, I'm not going to think. And when they're repeating this internal mantra, what are they doing? But they're thinking. You're just trading this thinking for the thought of not thinking. And what is meditation? Like Osho used to say, is the space between thoughts. Right? If between one thought and the next thought, this is where the mind stops. And what you want to do is you want to lengthen this time. And so what you do is watch the thoughts. Don't participate with them. When a thought comes, it's okay. Just watch it like you're observing the river. If you're observing the current in the river, you're not trying to control it. You're just observing it. So when one thought comes, just watch it. When it goes, that's okay. If another one comes, again, just watch it. Don't participate with it. Just imagine yourself on the bank of a river watching the stream go through, go by. And this is what you want to do, is you want to learn not to participate, not to try to control it. Not to try to say, I can't think, I can't think, because this is causing thinking. What you want to do is just observe. One thought comes, okay. It goes. Another thought comes, okay. Until you settle and the thoughts start coming slower and there's more time in between. And you learn how to meditate, how to stop the mind. Because the true way of knowing is without mind. It's beyond the mind. And this is very difficult. Many people tell me, oh, I tried to meditate and I can't stop the mind. But they only try for a few minutes. It takes time. Maybe you can go 20 seconds without a thought or 30 seconds and you build this up and you build this up until eventually you can go an hour without thinking or two hours or whatever it is that you can do. But you need to practice. You need to learn to not participate with the thoughts. What I recommend is to really learn to strengthen the nervous system. Again, for my kundalini yogis, any pranayama, uh, sat kriya is very good to strengthen the nervous system, breath of fire. And to really connect to that crown chakra, try that meditation I talked about, interlacing your fingers in your hands and putting them on the top of your head and looking up through the closed eyes to the crown chakra with breath of fire and try this. Try to do this to really feel that connection, to feel that vibration of the crown chakra. And then after you do that for maybe five minutes or so, then relax the hands down on the lap and just try to sit still and try to just observe without thinking. Again, imagine watching that stream and watching the thoughts if they come. 
practice. It takes practice to build this concentration takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. But once you do, then you learn to live, to feel, to act from this connection of the universe. And you don't feel this separation. You feel that you are part of this collective consciousness, this collective experience. And I think it's very important, especially in these times, that we learn to connect more and more. Because now there's lots of situations trying to separate us, trying to isolate us, trying to control us. And it's important to learn how to resist this and to feel connected to everyone, even the people you disagree with, even the people who think differently than you, because we are all one. And the crown chakra is a way to really connect through the universe to this collective consciousness. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program. Go ahead and visit the Story of Me podcast.com website and go to the shop page to see the new uh, podcast merchandise and buy a gift for yourself or for someone else with one of my quotes on a coffee mug or on a shirt or I think there's even phone cases, many different things. Go check it out. I think you'll connect with the quotes. And they'll inspire you to look inward and to remember your inner power. And also you can go to the podcast website to ask your questions, to make a donation, to support the program. Okay, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. Why, Guru, why, Guru, why?